Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, and welcome. This is the College Investor Audio Show, and today we're going to take a look at something that could potentially save you quite a bit of money if you have student loan debt and you're married. It's the math behind married filing separately for IBR or PAYE. For married couples with student loan debt, this is one of the most popular strategies for lowering your monthly student loan payment and potentially qualifying for more student loan forgiveness is to simply file your taxes married filing separately. For both income-based repayment, IBR, and pay-as-you-earn repayment, pay, P-A-Y-E, your monthly student loan payment is calculated based on your adjusted gross income, or AGI. If you're married and file a joint tax return, your monthly student loan debt payment is calculated on your joint AGI. So a very simple way to potentially lower your student loan payment and increase your potential student loan forgiveness to lower your AGI. So married couples can potentially do this by simply filing separately versus jointly. If you're not quite sure where to start or what to do, consider hiring a CFA to help you with your student loans. We recommend the resource Student Loan Planner to help you put together a solid financial plan for your student loan debt. And you can see a link to that at thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'll revisit that in a little bit too. So what's the problem with married filing separately for IBR or pay? Now, there are two big issues to consider with this approach. First, this does not apply to the revised pay-as-you-earn repayment plan, or repay. With repay, no matter how you file your taxes, the married joint AGI is what is taken into consideration. <laughs> Second, and typically a bigger issue, is that the math doesn't always make sense to do it. You see, when you file separately, you typically also have to pay more in taxes as a couple. As such, you have to outweigh the potential savings from your student loan debt against the higher taxes you'll face. Even if you save a little on your monthly student loan payment, it might not outweigh the higher taxes you'll face each year. Let's look at a couple of scenarios and see how the math behind married filing separately for IBR and pay really works. So here's the sweet spot for married filing separately for IBR or pay maximization. Let's start with the ideal scenario because that's what everyone cares about. So we've set up this scenario as it's uh, you know pretty typical. We have a couple, person A and person B. They have one child that is 10 years old. Person A makes 40,000 a year and has 50K in direct loans. Person B makes 60,000 per year and has no student loan debt. Let's look at how their tax return looks. So for simplicity, both partners only have W-2 income for their AGI. So the earnings, person A and person B, the joint return is $100,000. Student loan interest deduction from person A, of course, is $2,000. The AGI for both of them is $98,000. If you combine their standard deduction, that's $24,000. Itemized deductions, $0. Taxable income for person A is $28,000. $48,000 for person B. So a total taxable income, married filing jointly again, is $74,000. Their regular tax rate for jointly is $8,499. Tax credits, which is the child tax credit of $2,000 for person A. The taxes net of credits 
$6,499 for a joint return. So as you can see from this example, this couple saves $1,174 a year in taxes by filing jointly. However, person A also has that $50,000 in direct loans. If this couple files a joint tax return, they do not qualify for IBR or pay. If we assume this couple is looking for the lowest payment option for their loans, the best option would be the extended repayment plan. Their payment would be $347 per month for 300 months, 25 years, the same length as IBR. That equates to $4,161 per year. Now, if this couple files married filing separately on their taxes, they will pay $1,174 more per year. But it opens up more repayment options for person A. For example, person A will now qualify for both IBR and pay. For pay, P-A-Y-E, the monthly payment will be $74 a month with the potential for loan forgiveness of $64,424 after 240 months. I know a lot of numbers. <laughs> Stay with me. For IBR, the monthly payment will be $100 a month with potential loan forgiveness of $11,948 after 300 months. So, if person A switches to pay, they will save $273 a month in student loan payments alone. That equates to a savings of $3,276 per year in student loan payments. So let's combine both the higher taxes and lower student loan payments and see what we get. Just some quick calculations. Oh, here's a nice table that shows me all the numbers. Uh, <laughs> so total tax due and mail or and married filing jointly would be $8,499. Okay, so if they file separately, that's $9,673. However, if they file jointly, their total annual student loan payments, $4,161. Filing separately, just $888. So the total tax for filing jointly, $13,500. Filing separately, $10,500. So, by making the switch from filing jointly to filing separately, you can expect to save $2,960 per year. Plus, you put yourself on track for potential student loan forgiveness after 20 years as well. Awesome. Well, here's when it doesn't make sense. We've gone through all those numbers on that first scenario. So let's take a look at a few scenarios where it really doesn't make too much sense to do this. However, everyone should run the math for their own unique situation to decide for themselves. These are just a couple of things that we can throw together. Here's some rules of thumb for when it might not make sense. One, when the student loan borrower makes more. And two, when the income of the borrower wouldn't qualify for IBR or pay separately. Here's some easy ways to do the calculations. It might seem like it's way overwhelming right now, because there's a lot of math and scenarios to plan for. However, most tax software programs allow you to calculate the difference in taxes you'd pay under filing jointly and filing separately. If you utilize an accountant to help with your taxes, boy, they should also be able to provide you with the differences as well. Then you can look at your student or federal loan repayment options on the Department of Education Repayment Estimator. Finally, you just add up the costs. If you're still not quite sure where to start or what to do, I get it. <laughs> Consider hiring a CFA to help you with your student loans. We recommend the Student Loan Planner, again, that you can find on our website at thecollegeinvestor.com. 
You can always call your lender too, but they might not be able to help with this complex situation over the phone. So, depending on your tax situation and student loan amount, it could save you money to file your taxes married filing separately so that you can qualify for IBR or pay and save on your student loans. However, you have to remember that you'll pay more in taxes, so it's really important to do the math and see what scenario works and makes the most sense for you. If you have questions, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Trying to do this on an audio show is really difficult, and we understand that, but we just wanted to get this in your head, maybe kind of get the gears working a little bit. Please check out the collegeinvestor.com. We have tons of tools, tons of resources. You can find out all kinds of really cool stuff right there, thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. By the way, subscribe and share. We appreciate that too. Thanks, guys.